3: Did we just invent California?
1: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Next up on Total Access, the locker room. I made as much money playing basketball as I did playing football. Man, you lying, Bart. Stop no, lying on the stove. Are y'all kidding me? Welcome to NFL Total Access, the locker room. I'm Michael Robinson, joined by former head coach Brian Billick, coach What's going on this week, big dog?
3: Yeah, it's too bad. We never have anything to talk about, you know, because there's nothing (laughs) going on in the league, nothing new, nothing to have to deal with. It's, uh, Yeah, this is low-hanging fruit the way we
1: are, are earning it right now. Exactly, man. It seems like it's a football game almost every single day of the week, man. And I'm loving it. But um, we're going to let you guys in on what players and coaches really talk about inside the locker room. Today, it's all about the film room and the X's and O's side of football. And we're talking to the Breakdown King himself and one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, former offensive lineman, Brian Baldinger. <laughs> Here from Baldy's Breakdowns, you can catch him on Twitter, at Brian Baldinger. He's all over the place. Please check out his breakdowns. And one of my favorite people in the world, Baldy. how have you been, big
2: dog? Well, I'm good, Mike. Coach, good to see you guys. Um, I miss you guys, you know, Mike. We, <laughs> we used to get together back in the film room back in yes. the you know, and we were kind of watching some of the same tape. You played your musical different than I did, (laughs) Mike. You got yourself ready. You got yourself ready your own way. So anyways, I miss you guys, but it's good to join you here today.
1: Yeah, Baldy. Miss you too, brother. But we're going to get right into it, man. We're going to get straight into Baldy's breakdowns. But before we get into it, you can't go get inside the NFL Total Access show and not tell us a locker room story. And it has to be legit, Baldy. Okay? It's something you cannot say on Total Access, right? Okay. So, well... Here's the deal. Like I, I thought about this, and I'm, you know, I have a lot of.
2: We all have stories. Yeah. And you're like, who's the audience? Am I going to get in trouble? I'll just, I'll go a little bit outside the locker room, but okay. inside the locker room, if, if I can, for a second, Mike. And this is how the world has changed and how the league has changed. But when I was a young player with the Dallas Cowboys, um, we had an all-season basketball team. We played okay. my, my <laughs> second year in the league. We played really? 48 games around the country. Right. Years. Right. I, I made as much money playing basketball as I did playing football. Man, you lying, buddy! It's not lying on nice. the stove. Yeah. Are y'all kidding me? Yeah, My, yeah, that was story, the real deal. You're going to love this because this is how much it changed. <laughs> so, and we, we got paid all in cash,
1: all right? What? So, so you Drew owe some Pearson, taxes.
2: Drew Pearson, you know, <laughs> man, you love me. I love Drew Pearson, man. But he was the captain of our team. And he put together this uh, – <clears throat> this basketball tournament against the Redskins. We barnstormed the state of Texas with the Redskins. And here's how we did it. We, we, we rented a yellow school bus. We went to DFW Airport in Dallas, and we picked up 12 Redskins. Bonnie Coleman, Art Mark, Charlie Brown. We picked up 12 Redskins and 12 Cowboys, and we barnstormed the state of Texas. We played in Abilene. We played in Lubbock. We played in San Antonio, Austin.
1: We played in Dallas. Five on five basketball in
2: front of live crowds. Okay, charity basketball games. We played six games in seven nights, and our last night was in San Antonio at the Hemisphere Arena. And here's, we played three game. We played the game in front of the San Antonio Spurs, and I'm telling you, we we had eighteen thousand people in there, and when our game ended. The fans left. They didn't watch for the Spurs. They they wanted to watch the
3: Cowboys. And, 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 <laughs> and there was uh, there was uh, there was no beer on that bus, right, Baldy? No. Yeah, all the water.
2: The 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 beverages never stopped. <laughs> yeah, like we 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 signed all the autographs. We signed all the memorabilia. Tony Dorsett, Ron Springs, Drew Pearson. I was the young guy. My job was to. They actually paid me an extra two hundred bucks a game if I would. When We were on the road. If I'd go wash the uniforms and bring it back clean, for the are you year, kidding me, Baldy?
1: It might,
3: I'm telling you, that 200 That's bucks old school. to me. Are to you
1: kidding me? me? So, Coach, was, you remember
3: this stuff? Oh, yeah, I remember. I played, uh, yeah. uh what? When I, I played against the Rams yeah. basketball travel team. I came back to my old high school, I was in college at the time, and it's as fundraisers. And yeah, yeah. that was, it's a great time. All the team just do that. Yeah, it was good stuff. And, Mike, let me tell you, some of these games that we did,
2: it was first class now. The, oh, jet, yeah. would come, the jet would come and pick us up, fly us to some place in New Mexico or wow. Iowa, wherever we were going, right? And we'd go there, we'd land, we'd go to have dinner with the whole crew and sign the autographs, play the game, and we got back on that plane. The car game <laughs> started immediately. I was the biggest when we
1: landed, and then we all went out. I love it. Oh, Baldy. Yeah. that is an all-timer right there. Like, I, you, I hope you don't mind if I use it sometimes. I got to yeah. tell people and, that and they and used how to do we, that. How come we don't do that anymore?
3: Other than we coaches going, oh, no, 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 you're not. Yeah. No. Are you
1: yeah, kidding you're, no, me? No, no, no. We're not you know how much money we make now? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. money we make, man, we can't risk getting hurt. But look, Baldy, I'm going to get right into yeah. why you're here. Baldy's breakdown. So first of all, I remember you and I, and Coach was a part of this crew, too, right? Back at NFL Films, always trying to get access to film, always trying to do more X's and O's on on, on, the, on on television. And how did you just come up with these ball, these breakdowns, man? It's like I'm back in the film room on a Monday after a game, listening to my coach get at me, man. Like, how did you come up with it? What's been the feedback? What's been the, the, the social media feedback? And how do the players like it, man?
2: Well, I'll go backwards a little bit here, Mike, just to kind of give you some genesis. Like me and Brian, we were a three-man booth at Fox in 2000. Oh, okay. Brian was just coming off the field as a head coach yeah. in the Baltimore Ravens. He joined Fox. It was me, Brian, and Dick Stock, and we were a three-man booth, and we had a great time. When we had great producers, Bob Stenner, Sandy Grossman. But you know, when you're doing TV and you're analyzing, you know, the Cowboys and the Redskins or whatever, I mean, you got 12 seconds to talk yeah. about what happened on the play, Brian. We got. You know, we, we had 12 seconds and, and, you know, Brian would speak, I would speak. And sometimes we didn't have time for any of us. We were doing a promo. And so you leave the game, you go, yeah, we didn't really get a chance to really get into the game that much. We, we did what we could, you know, and then we'll, we'll do a show, Total Access Mike, and we have a little bit of time to talk about something, you know, something you're really passionate about, you know, whatever it is. And we get that in. And then you go, and then, you know, the fans can read whatever is written the next day. And then at the end of the day, how much do the fans really learn? And I just thought there was a big gap between what we were able to do on TV, and it's not critical of any, you know, any broadcaster, but there's just a big gap between what goes on in TV, what goes on in a network like ours, Mm -hmm. and what gets reported, and what really happens. And so I just felt like I wanted to fill in the gaps. And so the response was immediate. You know, I can remember doing a breakdown on Luke Kuechly. Right. I remember it was like Luke Keekley could do one of two things. Um, and if he was here, he'd back me up on it. He, if you didn't block him, he'd make the play. And mm-hmm. if the play went awry, he was already yelling at somebody for being in the wrong place while yeah. the play was going on. And so I, I kind of showed the dichotomy of Luke Keekley I'm telling you within 15 seconds after I posted it, cause I added Luke, like he, he retweeted it, you know, yeah. like, he's that type
1: I, of dude, man.
2: Th- this past week I, I showed Richard Sherman intercepting a Jared Goff pass. Steps up, throws one down the middle. And it's intercepted by Richard Sherman. So to the common fan or anybody at home, Goff threw the ball right to him. So I broke the play down and what Richard did in order to make that interception, which was his 40th of his career. Mm. It puts him in rare company right there. So Richard, like he he likes what I do. So he watches, you know, it's his own little moment on Mondays, whatever. Watch <laughs> So but he asks me and he goes, Baldy, thanks. Thanks for breaking it down. To every fan out there, I just got a freebie. They threw it right to me. But thanks for explaining. And so that's really what players, I think, want, is whether it's critical, and I've been critical of Carson Wentz for the past month, or whether it's showing great technique or route running like Stefan Diggs last night or whatever it is, the players just want to hear it from a player. And if you can support it with the same tape that we're all studying and watching and learning from, then they feel like that's a good thing. And it's a good shout
3: out. Because- and and Bali, yeah, Bali does a great job. You know, we back when we were doing playbook, mm-hmm. I always used to love when, when we were doing playbook together. And you remember back in the old day, we had two one-hour shows. We'd do a yes. host and a pre-playbook. Uh, then we consolidated and then we'd do it live, which was always fun, particularly <laughs> with me, because I was going to screw up every name and possible when it comes down to it. They still have but a track.
2: But Sterling, Sterling didn't say anything when you screwed up, though.
3: No, no, <laughs> never, 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 never. But, but I always enjoyed because we'd all have our, our 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 little packet of stuff we wanted to do, and I always enjoyed listening to what Baldy was going to talk about coming in. Because, and at the end of the day, because we always that's one of the things about this TA podcast, Baldy, that we're enjoying. We've kind of taken off the shackles of time. We've yeah. all been in, you know, part of it. Where okay, yeah, we want a broad-based conversation, but you got ten seconds, and you got ten seconds, and yeah. you got ten seconds. <laughs> so it's a little more free-flowing with that. And I agree with you. I think the fans, even if at the end of the day, because what are we always being counselled? Don't get too technical. Right. Don't yeah. be, you know, because the fans don't. Well, okay, maybe, but even if they maybe don't fully understand the nuances of a pirate stunt with the end crashing, and the, they they like hearing it. They like to. Oh, they kind of get it. And they like to see a little structure with it, even if they really don't get it full. And I do think it's a big part of our core fans, our core Mm -hmm. fans. The reason they come to the NFL network and come to TA is they
1: love to see that stuff. And and, and guys, to me... Baldy's breakdowns—that's what makes it so interesting because it's not just the football words. Baldy is breaking it down. Like my my eleven-year-old watches Baldy's breakdowns. Baldy, okay. I mean, he, he's a fan of it. He's like, I, I got to see what, what your what your coworker's gonna say on Monday. So, like, how do you make it so digestible to the common fan?
2: Well, you know, I mean, I, I um, I guess we're all teachers at some point in our life. Yeah. You know, whether you're a father, a coach, you know, whatever, We're all kind of teachers, so you know, I always thought that the best teachers were those that are able to take something that's complex and make it simple. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's by analogy, or whether it's by diagram or pictures, whatever it is, like, you know, I mean, we, and we've all been in those classrooms when everything just goes over our head. And it's just too technical. And football can be like that. It yeah. can be just too technical. Um, you know, we I, I grew up, you know, starting off at Fox when Madden was, was the preeminent, you know, analyst wow. you know, in all sports. And, you know, I, I remember watching John on a closed caption where you're just reading what he's saying. He's not like John was not even finishing sentences, but you knew exactly what he was saying, and he was entertaining. And I just remember saying like, John could just explain anything, just and he was a teacher. I mean, it goes back to him. He was mm-hmm. John was taught ballroom dancing. He doesn't you know, like people to tell you that, but he was a teacher, you know, before he was a coach, and so you know, I think we all, re- we all remember the great teachers and those teachers just can simplify things. And I think fans like things they want to learn, but they yeah. want something where they can digest it too. You know, it's not too complicated. They can tell their friends or they can understand something that was different. And that's really, I think how we, we, we have to talk about the game because we all can use technical terms. Yeah. That everybody understands and it may make us sound smart, but it doesn't help the audience.
1: That's awesome. I mean, and, and Baldy, I'm assuming you was like this during your playing days, as far as being a a guy that was in the film room, you know what I mean? Knowing exactly what's going on and coach to your, to to your point, like, would you prefer a guy that's will challenge you a little bit? You know what I mean? With, 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 when you're coaching them, not questioning your philosophy, but ask the right questions. You know what I mean? Because I've been a part of coaches who are like, you know, Ask your position, coach, or don't ask me, or, or you're questioning what, just do what I say. You know what I mean? And some coaches like coaches that like to think. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, in today's game, you, and, and we, we're constantly, when we do these podcasts, we're talking about the enhanced communication between players and coaches, and it is a partnership. And you're right, it, it, it has evolved to where. You know, in the old days, in the old of my way or the highway, you know, and you just got up there and threw out those lightning bolts of inspiration and direction, and just don't question me, just shut up and go. Uh, and I'm always telling uh, co- college coaches as well that the only difference between your coaching and my coaching is your players or or my players in the NFL will tell me I'm full. Of <laughs> your players won't; they'll be thinking. Yeah but they won't say it to you, you know, cause that's a different structure because you, you learn very, very quickly. Adler came into the NFL as a coach. You stand in front of your peer and they are your peers. And when I came in young enough, some of these guys were as old as I was. You, you better be on point. You better not just be throwing out bull and these generic, you better, you better not be wasting. You know, it's gotta be, why should I be sitting in this meeting with you? Mm. Okay. If you can help me, I'm all in, I'm all attention. But if not, why am I wasting my time so it it brings you in and you better be on top of your game or or you're going to lose your players so real, let me just jump in on that Brian and Mike
2: because it's a great question Mike so last night I posted a video mm-hmm. Saints in 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 Falcons last weekend right taysom Hill making his third start it's third and 17 So Raheem Morris calls his defense Mike that drives me nuts it's a three-man rush <laughs> yeah and they drop eight and they drop eight at the sticks And it's really not designed to take anything away. So Michael Thomas runs this route to 17 yards and falls forward on the 18 yard to get a first down. Hill drops back in the gun, throws near side, and that ball is caught. And the Saints pick up a first down on a third and 17. And I'm looking at it, and I'm just asking the question. I'm not, I'm critical of it, but I'm also going, who's in favor of this defense? Because first of all, they they gave them. They were out of field goal range. So, you're, if you just give the check down to Kamara and he gets eight yards or field goal range, you're like, you haven't taken the field goal away, and now you've given him a first down. So, I just asked the question philosophically. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. And if I was in the room with Raheem Morris and his staff, Jeff Albrecht, all the guys, i go, Coach, man, let's challenge these guys. That Taysom Hill, yeah. hell, like, I saw him make some bad throws against Denver. This is his third start, let's challenge Taysom. Let's not yeah. give them the easy completion. So that, I mean for a like in the compass of all these breakdowns. I asked that question. Like, help me out, guys. Like it drives me nuts to watch that. And I know on Sundays watching games, and you know, you, you've seen the same thing sometimes. You go, like, that's too easy.
3: But but to that oh, point, the, yeah, I mean you you're exactly right. And and the fans have become more educated. We just saw Greg Williams. Yeah. That's what and I was about to say. That the yep. New York Jets have a chance to win play zero coverage oh with a rookie car takes the snap here comes an all-out blitz steps up in the pocket unloads one down the left sideline looking for rods drops it in touchdown are you kidding me unbelievable how you can allow a receiver to get behind you unbelievable and the world now knows, and you know, you know, 10, 15 years ago, it was maybe after the fact some, but it was instantaneous The yeah. man's in zero coverage. What do you do? And you got a chance to win a game. Yeah. All you got to do is not give up yeah. and, and ends up getting fired. Not that I'm advocating that he gets fired, but that's, I think the fan and, and, and everybody has become more educated, not because solely because of what we're doing. Although I think playbook helped. Well, yeah. You But understanding, wait a minute now, That that this question needs to be asked because that doesn't make sense to us.
1: Well, and and again, that's an extreme example. Greg Williams and what he did, that's an extreme example of everybody in the world knew what was going on. But Baldy, have you been challenged by any coaches or maybe players that are saying, oh, whoa, whoa, because we all know there's a few different ways it's going to catch, right? There's a, you know, uh, there's a few different ways to beat zone blitzes. Some people like to throw right into the teeth of them. Some people like to deal with the backside dropper. You see what I'm saying? But there's a few ways to do it. And some of what this is, is subjective to a degree of how you would handle some of these situations. So has there been any time, any players, coaches, or anybody out there kind of got at you for your breakdown? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember, um, you remember when um, um, there was a Brandon Marshall, went to the New York Giants at the oh, end, right? Yeah. So he, he's he's you know he's playing with Odell Beckham and Sterling Shepard. Anyways, so I watch this route that Brandon Marshall's running and it looks like he's just a flat out dog on the route. And I call him out on it. I'm like, if you're not running this route full speed, you know, or at least putting more effort <laughs> into this, how is, you know, Eli Manning supposed to make this throw? So I put it out there because it it looked flagrant to me. So Brandon Marshall comes right back at me. He goes, Baldy, he goes, believe me, I'm being coached to do it like this. They went lying. He comes back and goes, I, oh. he goes, and he, and he's like, he's sort of defending me. He's like, Baldy, I'm kind of with you here on this, but they they told me to, like, go this thing slow, like slow he, play. He's right? he driving that bus over coach right now. Look at Coach Face <laughs> like, man. Don't play this. They told me to play this, Baldy. I, I confess, he did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, you know, they, they, you know, I mean, but to your point, like, yes, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to coach this thing, coach different defenses. Uh, there's a million different ways to coach cover three. Um, so I try not to put myself in a position where I'm right and they're wrong. A lot of the times I try to keep it a little bit open-ended. So it's just sort of a question and looking at it through a set of eyes that isn't definitive. So I think how you phrase some things and how you word things can kind of keep you out of that that line where you've, you basically told them that they're
3: wrong. You yeah. know, I think there's a way to phrase it.
1: Go ahead, coach. Go ahead, coach.
3: Well, I was just saying, I always used to when we were doing games at Fox together. I would particularly if, if I I always said, I'm not going to, I'm not going to rip somebody just to rip somebody, but I'm going to give an opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things yeah. I enjoyed when I was doing the coaches show and even in TA is I'm not justifying what a coach did. I'm, I'm just going to maybe give you a perspective of how he arrived at that. OK, mm-hmm. the here was the thought process. Doesn't mean it was right. May have been flawed, but it wasn't just, you know, some guy going off going, yeah, let's you know that there was there was a thought process. So if I knew I had been particularly critical, I would always call the head coach that week, mm-hmm. mainly say, hey, how you doing? Hey, appreciate your help, but also just to kind of pause and give him the chance to say, you know, you want to take a chunk out of me? You know, because they say <laughs> they don't listen, but they do. The they somebody's going to yeah. come to them, oh, did you hear what Billick said about this? You know, and, and so I'd call just to kind of, and most of them were usually cool, but occasionally some will go, well, yeah, well, you know, I take exception with what I had one guy I called and they were running the counter and I thought, boy, they're just not doing this right. You know? So I called and he goes, what do you mean we're not doing? I said, well, you got the guard, but you, you're the aiming point for the guard. He's, he's, he's trying to adapt. He just spit a line and he kept going and going, you know what, that does sound better. How should we do uh, that? Yeah. So <laughs> that kind of convey. he goes, yeah, you're right, that doesn't make sense. We screwed this up. What do you think? What, should we put the guard a
1: little higher? You know, what yeah. should his first step there be? There you go. The, 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 occasionally, that'll happen. Going back to being a teacher, Coach. And, yeah. and, but Baldy, before we let you go, we don't want to take up too much of your time, brother. Um, tell us a player you'd most want to sit down with and break down fi- film with. You know, I know for me, it's the GOAT and Tom Brady. I, I just... I would love to see how he sees the game. Um, I'd love to ask him, you know, some some meetings about Bill Belichick and you know how Bill Belichick sees the game. But if there's a is there a guy out there that you're just like, man, if I had the chance to spend an hour with them over, over tape, I you know we, we got to get it in.
2: Well, if you're gonna take Tom Brady, then mm-hmm. I'm gonna take two, and they're too okay. good. You know, I mean, I, I'm I'm taking Patrick Mahomes right now oh. we're we're looking at a guy that's just revolutionizing the game. In, in so many different ways.
1: But is that not Andy Reid and Eric B. Enemy? Like I, 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 I'm not just saying it's not him. But come on, they have all. Look at the speed. Look at the play design.
2: Okay, all right. I'm not. I'm not saying that there isn't play design <laughs> around him, Mike. I'm just messing. But, but Mahomes sees things to his eyes. Yeah. And you know, he's got the eyes of a hawk. He sees things down the field that I don't know that many quarterbacks have ever played to can see. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's that's one. And I, I, I got to sit down with Aaron Donald. I just got to sit down with AD oh, yeah. and I talked to him. Really? I to do it, but he's you know he's 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 Barry Sanders, like the game is over and he's out the back door and he don't even know if he showered, like he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow he's out of LA and he's in Pittsburgh. And so you just got to trap him. You just got to trap Aaron. And he's told me that and he goes, "You, I want to do it, Baldy, and I and I know what you're doing. I know, and I want to do it, but you 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 got to, you're gonna to have to trap me to get it." You know, and so it's those are two I, I, right now that I'd love to see.
1: Well, that's awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Baldy, for stopping by Total Access yeah. Inside the Locker Room. We appreciate it. Great perspective, guys. That will do it for this week's NFL Total Access, the locker room.
0: We'll be back next week to give you more insight from a locker room point of view. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, I heart.